The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. as if you're running for your life. I'm going through the doctors. I don't like the look of my wife. I say, now there's an ocean. It does sound rather fine. I think I'll go there with you. I can't stand the sight of mine. That was an excerpt from yesterday's reception for the Belgian ambassador at 10 Downing Street. <laughs> and now, today in Parliament. <laughs> in the debating chamber of the House of Commons today, the leader of the opposition moved that the radio show I'm Sorry I'll Read It Again, starring Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendler Bilotti, should be withdrawn because it caused the hair to fall out of retired colonels <laughs> and nervous Gibbons OBE. <laughs> the motion was unanimously defeated, so stay tuned because... It's, um, sorry I'll read that again pragmatically and grittily. Get off my knee, Barbara, again. <laughs> Of course, very little of the government's work is done in the debating chamber, or anywhere else for that matter. <laughs> but throughout the House of Commons, there are small committees discussing the vital issues of the day. And playing the piano. Gentlemen, as chairman of this committee to discuss our entrance to the common market, I suggest we begin by hearing the views of our Conservative member, Sir Gerald Wheelbarrow. Oh, yes, that's me, Wheelbarrow. Me, Wheelbarrow. Corn market, no. Not into the corn market, no. Not ever, not in. Into the corn market, not. Stay out. Best thing all round, definitely not in. Certainly out, not in. Me, Wheelbarrow. What are we talking about? Well, <laughs> well that's pretty plain speaking, I must say. And now for the socialist point of view from trade unionist Mr. Vic Arias. Well, speaking... 
speaking as a trade unionist, it is my view that we should go into the common market as soon as possible for one very good reason. And what's that? Because I see so. I see. <laughs> and finally, let's hear from the right honourable Jeremy Grope for the liberal point of view. Well, should we join or not? Yes, and no. Or, to put it another way, no. And yes? <laughs> well, um, I have the casting vote, and I say, um, I say, well, I say we join the common market. So I suggest we devote a whole radio channel to broadcasting to the common market countries, appealing to our European neighbours, and showing the beastly foreigners what jolly good chaps we all are. I agree. Beasley! Yes, and no. Good. Now, which channel should it be? Um, Radio 1? No, no, they couldn't stomach Jimmy Young's recipes. Yeah. And nobody listens to it anyway. Uh, Radio 2? Yes, and no. Mm, and nobody listens to it. Radio 3? Full of foreigners anywhere. And nobody listens to it. Uh, Radio 4? What's Radio 4? No idea. Nobody listens to it. Oh. So we have only one choice, gentlemen. Yes? In other words, yes. that means... Yes, and no. Radio Prune goes international. If you want a groovy daisy, whether you're in a foreign nation, then you want to get together in tune to the wonderful common market sound. Radio and Radio Prune International. Radio and Radio Prune. Derrière. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. Guten Abend, meine Damen und Herren. Buonasera, signore e signore. And hello, sailor. <laughs> radio Prune. This is Radio Prune, the international radio station, bringing you entertainment from all over Europe. Later tonight, we go over to Germany for the Saturday Kraut. Then... <laughs> to sunny Italy for pick of the wops and those with a day <laughs> And now it's time once again for International Music Hall, complete with simultaneous translation into three languages. <laughs> I say, my wife, my wife. Je dis, je dis, je dis, ma femme, ma femme. Ich stare, ich stare, ich stare, meine Frau, meine Frau. Dira, 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 mia moglie, mia moglie. My wife has gone to the West Indies. Ma femme est allée aux Indes occidentales. Meine Frau zu westliches Indien gefahren ist. Mia moglie est andante at occidental India. Jamaica. 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 No. No. Nein. No. She went of her own accord. And now, we would all like to finish with a little song entitled... She was only a gendarme's daughter, but... She knew how to spiel mit an open boot a weiter on the earth and near the plots of doppelganger Himmelspitzen under the linden sneaky British Armstrong bones gesplit. Maestro. Hello, hello, who's your lady friend? Bonjour, bonjour, qu'est-ce que s'appelle votre amoureuse? Guten Tag, guten Tag, Who's a little girl by your side? She isn't a girl I saw you with a
sir. I feel that I must protest most strongly about this common market nonsense. People today seem to have lost their sense of pride in being English. Don't they realize our fine historic record? Good heavens, everybody knows that throughout history we've killed more people than any other nation. <laughs> Why should all that stop now? Just because some politician wants to throw in our lot with a load of foreigners. Next thing you know, we'll be having frog's legs and spaghetti with sauerkraut for Sunday lunch. <laughs> Give me a nice plate of tripe and onions any day of the week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Your obedient servant... Thunderbolt, MCC, dear Bob. Dear Brigadier General, on behalf of the BBC, get lost. Radio Prune is going to continue with its common market programmes aimed at the international audience featuring famous stars like Tom Jones. Tom Jones? You can't export him, he's far too sexy. Don't worry, we've thought of that. Often. <laughs> what we're going to do is to censor his songs, cut out the sexy bits. Let me show you what I mean. competitions and war films. So, why don't you combine the two? Yes, that makes very good sense. It does? Damn. <laughs> In fact, Radio Prune are going to do just that. We present Guerre Sans Frontières, or It's a Washout. And welcome to Europe, where the atmosphere tonight is really tense as we await the start of the second heat of Guerre Sans Frontières. The competitors tonight are France, Germany, Russia, Italy, and, of course, Great Britain. Well, it looks as if we're ready to start, so I'll hand you over to our man on the spot, Eddie Waring. <laughs> well, there we are, in the Competitors all lined up for the start. This is the German lad, Fritz von Gruber. Uh, are you feeling confident tonight, Fritz? Yeah, well, here, Baring. And what do you do for a living, then, Fritz? Ich bin ein chartered accountant, Billy. <laughs> He's certainly got a funny accent. <laughs> 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 
sure you can understand what he's saying. <laughs> and if you can't, you'll just have to bear an ice granny off to his granny. Oh, well, these Swiss adjudicator tell me they're ready to start. Over to you, Mr. Starter. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, dear. Um, well, unfortunately, while encouraging the healthy spirit of good-natured rivalry between nations, we seem to have wiped out the common market. <laughs> Sorry about that. Still, at least Radio Prune can go back to normal. Quiet, normal radio, coming on Radio Prune. Boom. Hello again, listeners, and welcome back to Normal Radio Prune, bringing you the same boring old programs you're used to. And if you enjoy good music, there's Sing Something Simple on radio, too. <laughs> so I should put on the gramophone. And now, any questions? No. Right? <laughs> so let's go straight over to the news desk for the latest honours list. And here are this week's lucky winners in the honours list, picked by Ernie. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Sir Goodthing Hyam retired, has been made an Earl and an OBE. He thus becomes an earlobe. <laughs> also, Mr. Howard Things in Glockamora, the lift operator at the House of Lords, has been elevated to the peerage. New matrons of honour are Grace Elegy, Ina Country Churchyard, and Teresa Jolly Goodfellow. And finally, the George Cross has been awarded to the Prince of Wales for outstanding bravery above and beyond the call of duty by performing in his modest college review before an audience of po-faced, cynical old press reporters who didn't even have the decency to give him an encouraging smile and were only there to get a humiliating story and pictures they could splash over the front pages. This is the sort of courage few, if any of us, could muster. And if His Royal Highness heard that tribute, we should like to point out that none of us have yet been awarded our OBEs. <laughs> The next honours list follows in about five minutes. Meanwhile... Here is a prune flash. Early this morning, a lorry bound for London Zoo skidded and overturned on the M1. Several of the cages on board broke open, allowing thousands of wild hares to escape into the countryside. Police are combing the harrier. have just heard that if we do join the common market, European Prime Ministers have promised us that we will be equal first in the Eurovision Song Contest, along with the other six member countries. Providing, of course, that our song is down to the usual standard. And, of course, it is. And here it is. Wonderful noises filling the air. They're everywhere. What do I care? Beautiful music when you are near. Cuddle up close and you'll hear my heart. 
heart go. Thud, bang, bang, mother, bing, bang, bong. Thud, squeak, bop, bop, chooky, chooky, bing, bang, boom, boom. Billy, ba, ba, plop. When we are dancing, everyone's eye follows us by. Now, do you know why? Haven't you noticed when you're around? I make a peculiar sound. My knees go knock, knock. Who's there? Binky, binky, stop. Creak, creak, magic, doo, doo. Oh, oh, quack, quack. Willy, quack, quack. Something to eat, so simple and sweet. And after the meal, when I'm holding you near, well, ever so softly you'll hear my stomach go slip, slop, slack, runny, runny, poo, poo. Indeed, friends. And we are back again. It's time for Boom Play of the Week, in which we try to find the worst play of the year. And believe me, we've really had some. But can we have tonight's author, please? Certainly, Simon. <laughs> and tonight's author is Mr. Stanley Stamp, the author of Stanley Stamp's Gibbon Catalog. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, friends. Thank you. Very, very popular author. What's the name of his play, please? Jorks. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Jorks. The Memoirs of a Fox-Hunting Man. Ah. Or a Man-Hunting Fox. Mm -hmm. Or a Fox-Hunting fox Man. Or anyway, friends, this week's prune play is called Jorks, so will you please put your hands together and pray? <laughs> There is no pleasure nearer to an Englishman's heart than his vest. <laughs> but another thing an Englishman loves is hunting. What is the appeal of hunting? Is it an Englishman's love of nature that makes him dress up in funny clothes and allow a pack of ravenous hounds to tear up a furry little animal? Or is he just anxious to make sure that this fine old English tradition does not go the same way as cockfighting, witch-burning, hanging and gibbon tickling? <laughs> anyway, it was early March... And spring was coming in. Come in. The sap was rising. <laughs> and the countryside, and front and back, was teeming with newly born animals. Too young even to have funny sound effects. Lord Jorrocks 
the famous huntsman saw all these new little creatures and laughed merrily. <laughs> he decided that to celebrate European Conservation Year, he would arrange a weekend of hunting, shooting, tormenting, maiming, disemboweling and bridge. He invited hundreds of military men and aristocracy, and even one or two people. Untitled persons and OBEs were not asked. It was agreed that the hunt would begin at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning, after they'd all been to church to ask forgiveness. But first, on Saturday night, there would be a grand hunt ball. And so there was. The butler announced any of the guests who had funny enough names. of Lordown and their daughter Lady Lordown oh! an easy one to start off with <laughs> Lord and Lady A.G. String and their son Aaron A.G. String <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Aishos Border with their son John Aishos <laughs> The well-known newspaper baron, Circulation. <laughs> Wait a minute, you can't come in. You're not funny enough. <laughs> the Count of Amir Offen and Duke Amir Offen. <laughs> You've been here before. <laughs> Count and Countess de yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their daughter, she loves you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viscount, 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 Then Lord Jorrocks himself addressed his guests. Oh, I can't tell you how delighted I am to see you, because I'm too drunk. <laughs> but if any of you are having half as good a time as I am, I'm having twice as good a time as you. <laughs> so drink up, or if that's too difficult, drink down. And I'm going to hand you over for a spot of country dancing to our maestro, Antonio Goldstein, with his kosher hillbilly strings over here. <laughs> Good evening already. Will you take your partners, my life, for a dashing white gibbon with a... Then, then, as midnight approached, the company called for Jorrocks. Jorrocks! Same to you. Thank you. And he led them all in the singing of the tune best loved by huntsmen the world over, John Peel. Dear Ken John Peel, with his voice so grey, he sounds as if he's far, far away. He sends us to sleep past the end of the day, till we're woken up by Tony Blackburn in the morning. <laughs> Jorrocks was up before dawn, and she was up a few minutes later, and he galloped down to the little cottage belonging to his old gamekeeper, Grimbley. Uh, 
Grimling, are you awake yet? No, I'm still... <laughs> I'm still in bed. Yeah, can I come in? All right. If you don't mind a bit of a squeeze... I'd love one. You'd love one. Uh... <laughs> Oh, come along, man. We're in a hurry. Is everything ready for the hunt? Oh, yes, sir. I've been up all night playing me trombone outside the fox's dens so they'll be too tired to run fast. And, and I've made sure your horse has got new shoes and a new hat and, I, and I've polished the horse brass and ironed their panties. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you got my clothes oh, ready? Oh, yes, sir. Here, here's your dear stalker hat and your darling hunting jacket. And, and, and here's your riding boots. Oh, wait a minute. What are these? What are these? Oh, the heels are coming off. The lace holes have gone. There's huge holes in the soles. Yeah. You call these riding boots? Well, you try walking in them. That, sir, is a very old joke. <laughs> that, mate, a very old riding boot. <laughs> By this time it was light and the whole house was awake. And soon the people were, too. The air was full of steaming breath and whinnying and snorting. Then they brought out the horses. Doris <laughs> himself had a fine stallion of 14 hands and seven legs. It was a retired ceremonial horse which clearly bore the scars of knives and forks. Doris's daughter was a fine horsewoman, rather more horse than woman. She sat on a chestnut. Oh! It's prickly, but fun. <laughs> and his wife had a splendid nag. But the butler, the butler didn't seem at all happy with his young horse. What a kind of a fold, he said he's. was supposed to ride on the old grey mare, but took the young blonde mayoress instead. <laughs> Grimbling picked up his post horn and blew a blast. Ah! Blast! Jorix's horse champed on his bit. Oh, not that bit! <laughs> and they were off, but soon they were on again. They trotted along, the conversation sparkled like old wine. Isn't this super? I think it's super. Isn't it? It's better than steeplechasing. What? What? I don't know. What? Neither But it is better than steeplechasing. I've never caught a steeple, you know. <laughs> very, very witty, what? <laughs> what? No idea. no idea. I say, why are you riding that stallion? Because the bicycle's got name. <laughs> but at that moment, the hounds began to snuffle and growl. Oh, it is as if they're muttering to each other. No, they're stalking something. Oh, there you are, you see. I can't tell stalk from mutter. <laughs> Suddenly, a fox was spotted. Oh, look, a spotted fox. There, there, it's a kitten. Oh, never mind, near enough. Release the hounds. Follow that 
kitten. Try and chase it along the usual route. Over Farmer Gibbon's cornfield, through the pigsty, over Long Mile Meadow, making sure to trample the lambs on the way. Through the cemetery, along the row of gardens in Elmsley Road. Don't forget to savage the poodle at the vicarage and the, and the little girl's hamsters at number 23. And if we can corner the kitten in the children's playground, we should be able to tear it to pieces before its owner's very eyes. Then a few quick pictures for the Sunday newspapers, and with luck, we'll be back for lunch. The kitten ran fast. The air was filled with the crying of the hounds. <laughs> Jorrocks spurred them on with gentle words of encouragement. Faster, you stupid mutts! But suddenly on the path ahead, something leapt out and made his horse shy. I'm in Maris. There before him stood a fearsome creature with twitching nostrils and flashing eyes. Oh, stop it! Once. Who are you? Oh, don't you ever listen to the program? <laughs> I am Lady Constance the Coverlet, and I am president of the League Against Hunting. Oh, get out of my way, or I'll flay you with my horse. No, promises will get you out I'll see you after the program. Oh, Jorrocks, beg pardon the language, but I'm very cross. Why do you chase dumb animals? Well, the clever ones keep hiding. But... Anyway, we only hunt to avoid cruelty. Avoid the cruelty? Yes. If we weren't allowed to be beastly to animals, we'd have to start on people. Jorrocks! Jorrocks, you know she's right. Oh, who are you, you delightful, tiny little man? I'm the gamekeeper. Well, if you're game, I certainly am. And you can keep her. I'd rather not. Anyway, I think it's about time we stop dressing up and chasing little animals. After all, we're grown men. Mm. Well, in your case, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I can make you last. And perhaps first. Well, then, you don't expect us to chase people, do you? Why not? It could be fun. Oh, no. All right. After her. Yes, after me. Carry on. Getting away. Come on, Grimling. Faster, faster. Yes, Grimling, faster, faster. Oh, she's too fast for us. Oh, all right, I give in. Take me. Come along. You can help me. been listening to Jaquen John Peel, the famous hunting song and signature tune of an unknown BBC disc jockey. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Ken, the Velody played Rover and Ringwood and Bellman and True badly. Peter Titheridge, MFH, and David Hatch, first whip, were the producers responsible. Bill Oddie and Graham Garden wrote the script, Bill Oddie the song, and the music arranged by Leon Cohen was played by Dave Lee and his little jockeys. <laughs> and here is Deserta's very own, very humble hunt servant to say... Gone away! My name is Angus Prince, and I never miss Angus. Sorry, I'll be back again. Get away! I sit in my box, and I'll have a good 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.